0: You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution podcast with your host, Michelle Cook Hall. Please begin to take that good, deep breath as we begin to refresh, recharge, and reset. Let's go. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faith vs. Fear. Breaking Family Size, now available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cacall. Welcome, welcome to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Kakal. As always, ladies and gentlemen, it's my honor and my pleasure to be able to share some tips and some tools with you that I know will assist you in becoming a better you. Well, today is the day. Today is the day we've been talking about, we've been expecting, and we've been waiting. It is our special guest day. Her name is Michelle Saunders-Gotch, and she is the CEO, founder of Altered Stories Ministry and Podcast, host of the Altered Stories. She also has a passion about helping women to share their God stories to help women overcome their struggles. And we're going to give her the opportunity and go right into this interview as she begins to share what she is doing now and what her ministry is all about and what has transpired that has birthed her ministry.
1: Let's go. And we are faith-based um. Nonprofit that helps Christian women share their God stories around the world. In addition, I have a host, uh, I'm a host of the Altered Stories show, um, and we uh, help women share their God stories on the show. Um, so, the reason um, I felt called to start the Altered Stories ministry uh, show and the nonprofit that I founded. Was because I had quite a story of my own that I needed to share, and I didn't share it until I was a lot older in life. And it, um, because of that, I carried the story inside of me, and it caused a lot of different challenges in my life. Yes. For one thing, um, I was a workaholic beyond workaholic because I didn't want to deal. With what I've come through, and make admission that um, you know it affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of rage, I had an anger, I had a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I struggled with trust, uh, and really had a hard time in my relationship with other Christians and in my relationship with God the Father because of what I encountered. So um, early on. In my life, um, I was uh, brought into a childhood, uh, during my childhood, I was brought into a cult that my mom um, was involved with. And unfortunately, this cult started out to be all warm and friendly, welcoming. It was a church church a home group of people that were meeting and my mom had friends that were part of it Mm -hmm. because uh, my mom um, and dad were both air force. They were in the air force and um, my mother was seeking and searching for a place to, um, you know, feel comfortable with serving God because she was a baby Christian Mm -hmm. and my dad was not into that. And so it was her friends that were her community. And of course they were affiliated with this group. Mm -hmm. So my mom started attending and brought my brother and myself and my baby sister. Mm -hmm. Um, long story short, um, the group started out welcoming, not too crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, the leader, um, who was quite a bit older than his wife, um, was also um, someone who had a, I would say, charisma mm-hmm. and was also wanting to bring together other Christians um, into a family setting. And I think his intentions were all good at first. Mm-hmm. And as what happens with people that really don't stay grounded or there's not an accountability for them Mm -hmm. in other areas. He started getting off the beaten path and Mm -hmm. bringing in his agenda and his different Mm -hmm. perspectives on how to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so he became extremely, um, I would say controlling and, you know, imposing lots of, um, of his beliefs uh, in to, you know, uh, the group yeah. and his followers, it was called the Ecclesia group.
0: Okay.
1: And unfortunately, um, that led to abuse, uh, emotional abuse, um, sexual abuse. Okay. Um, it, uh, it led to, um, a lot of, of, um, abuse that, um, the vulnerable people um, were being exposed to, uh, all kinds of financial uh, abuse as well, I think. I mean, I'm just going to call it as it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Please don't. But, (laughs) yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, um, my dad was in the military at that time. Like I said, he Mm -hmm. was overseas when the majority of this, he went to Germany and our family stayed back. And so when majority of this, you know, the hard things that came from being in this group started happening, it was when my dad was away. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when this leader tried to step in as the leader in our family. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was, in my opinion, brainwashing many And he was trying to isolate people from, Mm -hmm. you know, being out there, um, you know, and living in some sense of what I would consider normalcy, you know? And so, um, you know, that happened from the age of seven to 12. And what eventually transpired is that my, um, my brother, um, My older brother had to leave home um, because of what was being imposed. My dad had to take emergency leave because of things that were transpiring as a result of what our family was being exposed to. And this man was exposed by people who smartened up, said, no, I'm not gonna be part of this unhealthy group of dysfunctionality um, in this man's abuse. And so they went to the media in Billings, Montana, and he was exposed. Okay. And as a result of that, that of course brought a lot of visibility into what was transpiring. And then that is when my mom um, and dad both agreed, you know, either to end their marriage or to keep going forward. And they made the decision, my mom, to leave the group. And to move on. And then my dad was stationed um, to another location. And so that helped us as we went through the healing process. Yeah. And the decommissioning of being exposed to this kind of trauma. And all the things that transpired while we were in the group.
0: Okay, so I have a question. So was this more of a small, local uh, cult environment, or was it more? Because I know you said media kind of got involved. Was it more of a a,
1: a bigger, uh, you know, cult? I, I no, it wasn't okay. like you know uh, Jim Jones, right. or it was more. It started out, I think, with local okay. friends, and then they moved and relocated, and these people moved and relocated, and then you know it started. I would say probably there is about ten strong. Ten families
0: strong. Okay, okay. You know what's what's amazing what I what I was hearing um, is is this pattern that you hear with this, these type of leaders. It's a pattern. You know, their intentions always start off good, but along the yes. way they get corrupted. You know, it, it becomes yes. tainted. And and you mentioned Jim Jones, which I have studied forever. Um, and one of his things was drugs. You know, that kind of you know got him really messed up also but it's just that they start off and they have this leadership skills because that's why people are drawn to them so they have the charisma right they have this gift of leadership but then you see the corruption comes in and it's it's really scary because they still have that power of influence because they still have that gift, right? Yes. yes. (laughs) They still have that gift. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) No, no. They just pray on the vulnerable. And I think with my mom being a baby Christian, you know, she wasn't really affiliated with a a church Mm -hmm. per se. She was just kind of growing and, you know, she was looking for community and friends and, you know, this man came out of the church. He actually went to Oral Roberts University, okay? Mm-hmm. He got kicked out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, of the traditional churches. And, you know, I think that, you know, there are a lot of people that proclaim to be Christians, mm-hmm. and they aren't, you know, they, they're they not. Oh, and, yeah. and I think with this man, you know, he had a lot of bitterness, mm-hmm. um, but I think he also was a very controlling individual anyway and you know this was his way of i guess i don't know making his mark you know and and throwing the word of god and god under the bus through it through hurting people yeah you know and then the poor people that would join these this group Mm -hmm. were people that were vulnerable or you know they didn't really know their their mind Mm -hmm. they didn't have strong mental strength yeah and, you know, that's the thing is they they had low self-esteem or not, you know, or they're innocent and vulnerable or, mm-hmm. you know, he just preyed on all. yeah um, And that's, that's the part that just rages, really just makes me very, very un, not happy
0: and I, and I'm when there, people and I'm do that to you. other people. Yes, I'm there with you. I agree with you um, when individuals who have. Um, this influence and they manipulate and they take people for granted. And they always, as you stated, they almost can sense the the vulnerability in a person. Wherever it
1: is. Yes. They can yes. they can sense they have it. their antennas <laughs> up or something. But yes. yes. And yes. and then they know how to manipulate people to reward them to do what they want to do and then criticize them. And you know, I can tell you my mom. He he was not so good with kids, small kids, especially. And I remember, you know, my mom, uh, leaving my sister and I, they offered to watch. My dad was overseas. My mom needed some extra help. Mm -hmm. And so we went to their house and he was very harsh with my sister, my baby sister. And I remember really, you know, not being happy about it. And I told my mom about it and my mom got upset. And then, He made a big sermon around my mom and tried to humiliate her because she was standing up for her, you know, for her daughter, her baby, you know, me. And, you know, yet my mom, on the other hand, allowed his kids to be exposed to sexual violation, you know. And so you just kind of go, you know, what what is in the minds of people? You know, I mean, I tried to be two people. I tried to be who I needed to be and i learned how to act i learned how to okay i'm going to be this way here and yet i'm going to be really who i am here yeah you know yeah. and i learned how to do that to be able to survive and you know that in itself was pretty traumatizing for a young child
0: exactly, you know
1: exactly having so, to
0: have two personalities to survive is conflicting and confusing you're you're still developing Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and I wasn't alone because there were quite a few other families, you know, and they brought their kids, and then the kids were turning on the parents, and, you know, I just saw the humiliation, and then him almost talking down to, you know, anybody wanted to leave this group or, you know, not, it just, it was quite an experience, Um, and I did have to get a lot of um, extra help. To, you know, work through my emotional base, my mental health and all that as I got older, you know, because it started affecting me, as I said, you know, in a lot of different ways before I went through the healing that I needed.
0: Now, let me talk about that really quick, because on this podcast, I am so adamant about Christians getting outside help. I'm so adamant about that. There is this cliche in the church that if you need therapy, if you need some type of outside help, and they have this stigma on people as if you're you're weak, you don't have faith, you know, all this craziness that I'm totally against, totally against. And so um, just briefly, just expound on how that process helped you because of course you need it. And I think that if more of us, 're to be honest with ourselves and see that we're struggling in this area. Love yourself enough, <laughs> you know, to share with someone that is professionally trained to help you process so that you can get, like you said, that healing comes in so many ways. Right. It comes in so many ways. And I think that we narrow it to just this one way. And that's not how it works. Wherever you can get that healing from, you need to get that. So if you can just like expound a little bit on that part of the process for you, because that's a major part for me. Um, understanding that because as I stated and I see in in ministries and churches that it's like a taboo it's already like that it was like that a lot in society but society now is understanding that it's a need but in the church it has always been oh you know if you have cancer we'll pray for you and go ahead and get the treatment that you need but if you have a, a mental health issue or something it's like uh, oh, you know it's different than with a cancer yes. you know what I'm
1: saying so oh yeah no I, I completely agree and concur with you I wouldn't be on your show <laughs> and supporting you 100% because one of the things I can tell you is um, I was told, oh, you know, God's enough. You know, right. go ahead. You know, he's going to help you through and, you know, all those things, which I totally agree and believe in. But when it comes to mental health and going through trauma and you know all types of trauma, right. I... I do believe that it, God does bring Christian therapists, Christian counselors, those people to come alongside you to help you through. And if it wasn't for the Christian counselor that I met with for months in uh, Texas while I was living there, I had a complete breakdown Mm -hmm. and this was brought on by me taking some anxiety medicine because I was dealing with anxiety and Mm -hmm. depression and I just come through a move and I was going through it's like if you're wounded and you're broken and you've got other stuff that happens that's when it really gets bad and goes south and so I was taking drugs to try to medicate him and and I had a reaction a severe reaction to Alexa pro-drug and I had to go and get that taken care of but then I was also encouraged to get some stress management counseling and so that's when that Christian counselor and I sat down for months and months on end and she helped me walk through the journey of healing and understanding what I'd been, you know, traumatized by and what I encountered and why I was having the problems I was having. And, you know, um, that's when she first opened my eyes to the fact that I was actually abused sexually and things that happened to me and, you know, what I needed to do and, and the work I needed to do. And of course, then, uh, God opened doors for me to begin to share my story uh, through women's groups, um, you know, uh, in safe places. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, then from there, he began to impress on me how important it is to share so that other women could hear the struggle and also see the work that he had done and how He, you know, I could bring him glory through that and then encourage them to also share their story of trauma redemption or where God came in. So anyway, that started out, that whole healing journey for me started out with the Christian counselor and therapist um, who helped guide me and and get me through. And then I also had to work through the healing with my own family, Mm -hmm. you know, And God had to show me Christians weren't all bad. You know, I just hated Christians. Mm -hmm. I didn't want anything to do with them. I didn't want anything to do with Christianity at all. No organized church, no, any of that. And it took me quite a long time before God started using people to show me. And little by little, my trust started, you know, coming. And, um, And then he was blessing me with so many other things. And then, of course, working for ministries and learning, you know, that there are great people. He is a loving God, you know, (laughs) because there's evil in the world and how to discern. And, you know, so and then brought me to why I'm doing what I'm doing with the Ministry of Altered Stories and helping women heal and, you know, all over the world through these kinds of situations and circumstances through their story okay. sharing and telling, and um, that's my story. I love your story.
0: I love your story. I do. I love your story. I, that's 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 the truth. I do. And you know what? Um, I have this this saying that uh, it came a long time ago, and it was that if the enemy can isolate you or me, he can destroy us. So that's why I do what I do, because I believe in exposing and showing other people that you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not the only one who is dealing with something that is life changing. You know, we all have these really difficult and challenging life moments and some are more difficult than others. But, you know, you still can, pers- you know, persevere and you still yes. you, you can push and get through. But we can't do it alone. We have to, you know, come together and we have to share one another, our testimonies and let others know that you can make it and encourage one another and uplift one another. And that's why I do what I do. So, you know, to hear you say that it's like, oh my goodness, like you're just saying everything that I completely believe in and try to teach as much as I can. And and, and yours is even more important because you have such a one-on-one experience that, you know, and and other people would really cause them to pause. I mean, you could have given up. You could have said, I'm I'm like you said, I'm done, and that's it. But you know, God is so merciful, He's so loving, He's so kind. You know, He's giving you an opportunity to take this mess, right? All this mess and, and, and bring Him glory and, and give you, you know, the freedom that you deserve, that you deserve. And so, yeah, I love your story, and I'm I'm so grateful that um you have been able to share this story with my listeners. But I do want before we conclude, for you to tell us a little bit more about um, your your ministry now and let us know um, how we can connect with you so that if anyone wants you to come speak or share with their women, you know, how can they do that?
1: Oh, that's precious, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You're so lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, so alteredstories.org, www.alteredstories.org is my website and um, it shares all the information out there about me and um, how to reach out if you want me to come speak to your women. And I do speak, I do a podcast guest appearances. I do uh, a lot to help encourage women um, through my journey and encourage them in telling their story. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, social media. Uh, But you know, all those places are where, um, we do have a presence at our ministry and I do have this show as I shared altered stories show and I share women's God stories. So, you know, I've got women coming out of everywhere, all over. that want to share what God has done in their life for encouragement and blessing and building faith, um, around the world. So I've got that going on. We've got our blog, we've got, um, some other programs that we're hoping to roll out. Um, getting ready to try to pull together a devotion for women that can, you know, go through the stories and do some, you know, healing through some of the writing and some ministering that God has at, through those stories. Um, So we're working on a bunch of other things as we grow. We've only been around a little over two and a half years. So we are kind of a baby ministry. (laughs) I've got an altered story ministry supporter page and we do Bible studies and Take prayer requests. And, you know, we hope to do a women's conference. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, called The Story Inside of You. We're hoping that will be one of the things that we can do, too. So we want to do more boots on the ground kind of programs and helping women heal. My yeah. my vision is to have a facility where women can come and they can just be alone with the Lord. Yes. They can write out their story because that's really important. I really feel like and we do help women um, we coach them through and help them write their stories too, okay. as they get ready to go on the podcast. So those are some of the services. Okay. Uh, and I do consulting on the side and help nonprofits as well okay. um, that need help in their development of you know, storytelling or helping them use podcasting to mm-hmm. reach others and through their messaging. So there's a lot there I'm doing. It's I love. Crazy. It. It's a great time of year. Yes, yes. For giving, yeah, we need we need supporters and support and funding, just like all nonprofits. Okay. So we're looking at our Giving Tuesday campaign coming up at the end of the month. Okay, so make
0: sure that my listeners are hearing that. When you were talking, what I heard in my spirit is just you know healing ministry, and once again, healing comes in so many you know different ways. And when you were talking, all I kept hearing was healing, healing. This ministry is just healing. You know, and, and it's so powerful and I'm so grateful that I'm able to connect with you at this point of it because you probably get to a point that I probably <laughs> won't be able to reach you but right now I'm so grateful. oh I don't know Yeah. God keeps
1: me, I mean don't say that you can be as massively big and God uses you just like everyone else you've got the great great heart well, thank you so much you do thank and you I so love much. your message and what you're trying to do thank mental you. strength friends, mental yes. strength Yeah. Let the Lord help you keep your mental strength yes. and your mind sound, which is what I love. Yes. Renewed mind,
0: Yes. I yes. love
1: that about what you're doing. Thank we you. gotta have that, we
0: have and we, to. we do
1: need to not be afraid. Yes, yes. Reach out when yes. we're struggling. Yes, that's why
0: I'm doing what I'm doing, and I love it. I love it so much. So I'm so grateful. And, you know, whenever you want to come back or reach out to me in any type of form, please do so. I'm looking forward to keeping a connection with you. And I pray for your ministry that God will continue to bless it and send the people that you need and send the people who need Thank you resources. <laughs> but Yeah, you. You
1: know, God gave me this really cool dream. And I tell you, Michelle, he gave me a dream of a, of a facility. And it's Red brick. And it's healing and I mean I walked through it and there's a separate I mean, I was like, Whoa, there you go. God's God's it's like a healing place. There you go. You know, it's really bizarre. It's like it had water confirmation in the back and it's just really cool. There you go. So, confirmation. He heard with you. Be healed.
0: <laughs> he heard you. He gave you your confirmation. that's all I kept hearing. It's healing, healing. So you got it, you got it. And I'm supporting you and I'm praying for you constantly. Thank you so much Thanks for, for you. thank you so much for being with us today. You have been listening to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Facal, and our guest, Michelle saunders Scotch. God bless you guys. Remember that I love you, but most importantly, God loves you more. God bless.